you have something coming down the pipe, you know, do your research, do your due diligence, and then just go for it. You can't know until you try, right? And I've tried some different, you know, themes or, you know, within $5 dinners in the past that didn't work, flops, moving on, right? Mm. So I would say just do it. If you think you've got the passion and you've got the drive, make it happen. Welcome to Star of the Doubts. I'm your host, Jared Easley. Joining us, as always, from Maui, Hawaii, is the Kamanzi Constable from KamanziConstable.com. Hey, Kamanzi. Aloha, Jared. This is kind of starting to feel natural now. Well, I'm glad that uh, you're starting to get in the swing of things. So we hear uh, some stuff in the background, and that's because our wonderful guest today is the $5 mom. So you, you might hear some children in the background. We love that. That's okay. But Erin is the $5 mom. She cooks. She blogs. She has written several best-selling cookbooks. She cooks on TV with celebrities. She also collaborates, consults, connects, and speaks. You can learn more about Erin by visiting $5dinners.com. Erin, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me and my sweet little two-year-old here too. <laughs> hey, that's okay. We love uh, these types of interviews and these types of shows. So uh, we always ask everyone the same question, Aaron. I think you know this is coming. What is the best concert that you have ever been to? Best concert? Best concert. Um, sitting on the lawn in Dallas somewhere. Must have been in college back in the day, Jared. We can go hmm. way back there. Dave Matthews, I think, on the lawn. That must there was fun. someone else playing, but I can't remember who. <laughs> <laughs> was there any uh, funny odors in the... Yeah, there the probably area? were, yeah. Okay, we won't go there. Yeah, we now, Aaron, you bring up something pretty interesting. For those who are listening who may not know you, you're going to learn more about you in this interview. But you and I didn't just meet. Like, we've actually known each other for a while. Yeah. Jared and I go way back. We're old friends. I like to say we're not really old friends because that means we're old, <laughs> which is Speak totally yourself, not Aaron. the case because I'm still totally 24. As you should be. Yes. Yep. I'm celebrating the 13th anniversary of my 24th. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, do that math and you know how old we are. No, Jared and I, we hung out a ton in college at TCU in Fort Worth. So we uh, we made a road trip, one spring break, I think it was. Road right. trip to Craziness. LA and San Diego. That was some fun times. Oh, man, you shouldn't have said this, Jared. So, Aaron, come on now. <laughs> give us some dirt on this dude. No, 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 no. This dirt, is about Aaron. Aaron. <laughs> All right. Just tell us one thing about Jared back then. I mean, did he have like a retainer? Was he like into Star Wars? Like what was going on with Jared back then? Maybe you had a headgear. No, I'm totally teasing. I oh, I'm a little know. nervous about this. <laughs> no, I, you know what? Jared was so cool. Such a cool guy. I mean, not that he's not now because he totally is, but yeah. I deny all charges. Ooh, let's get, let's get Jared in trouble. Was Jared a ladies' man back then? I absolutely was not a ladies' man. I don't man. think so. I really yeah, don't thank think you, so. Aaron. He was a pretty, uh, pretty straight and narrow guy. Yeah. He, um, I remember Jared playing the guitar all the time. Every time I would see you, you had a guitar in your hand. I mean, we'd like show up at your apartment and you'd have a guitar in your hand. And it was just everybody yeah. jamming. Aaron, you're, you're giving me nothing here. I got <laughs> nothing. He's a, pretty, he's a pretty cool guy. She's been prepped. All right. Yeah, so right. Let's, uh-huh. let's go back to the script, Aaron. The script in air quotes. Aaron, let's do a little finish this sentence. All the right. next time you're in White Sands. Finish this sentence. Wait, say that again? Finish this sentence, Aaron. The next time you're in White Sands... What should you do? Well, I was just there like a month ago. So what I would do if I went back is I would go sledding. I sledded on my butt, if that counts, with a two-year-old <laughs> in my lap. That was pretty epic. I think there's video footage of that somewhere in my purse filling up with sand because I was like had it behind me and we were sliding down this really steep slope. And we also took a really fun 
I took this epic picture of my husband where he, I'm like way down low on a really steep slope and he like jumps from nowhere, like out and then is going to land, you know, below. So it looks like he's like, I don't know, it's epic. Anyway, so I think I would do that next time where I, he's taking the pictures of me doing that. I'd like to see Kamanzi go butt sledding. I think that'd be pretty funny. I think oh. there's a video somewhere, although it's probably <laughs> hidden on my phone and I haven't let it online. I, I could probably do it where I live, Jared. Did they have snow on Maui, right? Yeah, uh, like at the, the top of the mountains, yeah. Haleakala, Mauna Kea. Oh, sure. I always thought that was pretty cool about Hawaii. Like, you just drive for an hour and you're in snow, but you're in Hawaii. Yeah, that's so. weird. All right, so <laughs> moving on, Aaron. Uh, finish this sentence. We're going to do another one here. If you ever get a chance to hang out with Nick Lachey and Rachel Ray, blank. I would have him touch my thighs. Ma! All right. <laughs> my chicken thighs, people. Come my, on now. My chicken thighs. Yeah, you're, you're the $5 dinner lady, so that makes no, sense. So that's kind of happened, too. Y'all are digging up all kinds of juice on me. Um, <laughs> yeah, that happened last year. I got to hang with them. It was really cool. Super gracious, nice folks. That's all I got to say about that. And, you were okay, on actually, TV, you got pictures, it was cool. I do, I actually have another thing to say. Actually, when I found out, so you know, you get these segments and you're talking to the producer and I found out that he was going to be on and I had, I don't get starstruck, like I just, I don't, you know, if I see someone out, I won't even comment or say anything or introduce myself. It, I don't know, I just respect it for them and their lives and privacy, whatever. But I was like, what? Nick Lachey, like from my childhood, like, you know, music dancer guy, huh? And I kind of got a little freaked out and I don't normally do that. And so then I Googled because I thought I remember that he was kind of shorter and I'm tall. I'm five nine on my flat feet. And so I thought I have got to Google to see how tall he is. So I Googled it and found out he was like five eight or five nine. So that if I wore flats, we would be the same height and then that would be okay. And I wouldn't be all like drooling as if it were like someone really <laughs> tall and handsome like Matthew McConaughey or something like that. So anyways, I'm only starstruck by tall Actors Jared, don't do it, Jared. Jared, don't Duly do noted. it. Jared, don't do it. I know what you're tempted to do. Don't I do know. It. I'm, I'm going to stay away. I think we should proceed with the uh, the next. Okay, good. <laughs> All right, Aaron, finish the sentence. Jared wants to do something that we've been trying to break out of every episode, so we're not going to do All right. it. All right, Aaron, do you like Taylor Swift? Oh, he did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know who I'm obsessed with at the moment and actually just downloaded the song on iTunes last night because it's finally available is the mashup. The girl from Nashville, from Belmont, oh, did yeah. of Taylor Swift's two songs. I think it's yeah, blank space, blank space and, and style. Uh, maybe style. Yeah, that's a great mashup. I mean, obsessed, like really bad. I need to not be Ooh. obsessed, but it's, I love it's okay. that mashup. It's okay. <laughs> okay. See, Kamazi is the biggest Taylor Swift freak on the planet, and it's a fan. At, at, first, at first, at first, it was funny, and now it's awkward. Well, I'm just going to be a Louisa Wendorf fan, and then we'll be, uh, we'll be Hey, coming. Jared, I did an interview last night with our friend Cheval, our joy friend Cheval, and I explained yeah. it, and he said it made sense, okay? Well, I think he's being polite. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> Thank uh, you, Aaron. Let's get back on track. So, Aaron, finish this sentence. The main thing you need to know about Digital Collab 2015 is... You need to be there. Duh. Mm. Well, where, what is, where is it? Just what is it? kidding. Okay, so Digital Collab is an event that I put on with two of my fellow bloggers and business partners, and we are going to be putting on the pre-event at this year's FinCon conference, which is happening in Charlotte. So our event will be 
a deep dive into your business, your online business. It doesn't, you don't have to be a blogger. It can be, you know, we'll have some podcasters there. We'll have online business owners, entrepreneurs, whatever it may be, e-commerce, it doesn't matter. We have the people there that can help, the experts that will answer your questions. And, you know, it's still really early on. We don't have our speakers finalized. We're working on that. And our agenda will be some mentoring and masterminding, maybe one keynote, but we really want this to be, like I said, a deep dive where we're looking at really digging into your business. It'll be more workshops and mentoring where, you know, we have a couple people around a table at a time. So it'll be, it's a smaller event. It's nice. And, you know, we usually have about a hundred, 150 people there. So you really have opportunity to get to know folks and, you know, really get, be challenged in your planning and forecasting and all of that for your business. Erin, is that going to be before FinCon? It is. It's happening probably Tuesday afternoon, all of Wednesday and Thursday morning, right before FinCon. So if you're planning on going to FinCon, please come ahead of time. It will be well worth your while. It's a little bit different style of event, I would say, than FinCon. We, I know they do some workshops and whatnot too, but we, we also do sure. that. And it'll be a different, you know, different group of speakers and group of folks that'll be there. So I personally am interested in checking that out. So where, where do people go to look at that? You can find all the information at our website, which is digitalcolab.com. And it's digital, C-O-L-A-B.com. It's not right. collaboration with the two L's. It's just collab. I'm like laboratory. It's kind of a play on the collaboration and the action that happens in a laboratory, I guess. Hey, I like Aaron, that. do you guys have somebody that's going to be playing guitar yet? Jared might be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a little out of practice for that, but uh, I, I don't know. I Maybe if we get Kamanzi there, sing some, you know, karaoke. Oh, uh, speaking of karaoke, karaoke, you, yeah, you have karaoke at Digital Collab, Wednesday right? night, karaoke, open oh, bar, just right. saying. Jared, Jared. What's your karaoke song of choice, Aaron? Mine? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm the backup dancer. I don't sing. <laughs> I'm totally the backup dancer. Yes. Interesting. That's how that happens. Okay. I would probably do Rebel Yell by Billy Idol. Nice. That's what I'm thinking. All Good right. <laughs> so let, let's segue here. One of the things that has just brought you some amazing opportunities and has changed people's lives, actually, is $5 dinners. Mm-hmm. And you've started this. It's been just an amazing phenomenon. I can't stress this enough for people that don't already know about this. I mean, this is something that's really helped so many people. So, Aaron, let's talk about it. I mean, you and I were friends in college, and now all of a sudden you've gone off and created $5 dinners, and that's had just an amazing impact in people's lives. So how did that get started? What is it? Please uh, just take us back to where that began. Yeah. So back in 2008, I was living with my husband and two kids at that time. Now we have four. We were living in Ohio, and he is a teacher. And, you know, teacher salary is a teacher salary, right? So I was not working at the time. We had actually just come off the mission field. We were living in the Dominican Republic for a while. And, you know, we were pretty smart with how we were spending our money. We had, you know, pay-as-you-go cell phones at the time. We had recently purchased a house, but we were at the, you know, very low. Well, at that time, a little bit lower now, but at that time it was the lowest, you know, finance rate we could get for our mortgage. We've never had cable, you know, so we were pretty, you know, savvy with our budget anyways. And so in the summer of 2008, when our, the gas prices started to shoot up all over the country, my husband had a pretty long commute to work and we were starting to feel the pinch. You know, we had been saving a little bit, but we really were going to be pushing towards, you know, paycheck to paycheck and possibly even going into the red, but the gas prices doubling in his longer commute. So we had talked about moving closer to his work and that just didn't make sense because we had just bought this house. And so anyways, I decided I'll spend less money on groceries. That was really the last, you know, line item in our family budget that I could really control. 
And so I started meal planning based on what was on sale at the stores and really get being more aggressive with coupons. I remember the first or how I got hooked onto coupons, I guess I should say, is there was shaving cream I was able to get for 19 cents because it was <laughs> on sale for $1.19 from two nineteen, And then I had a 50 cent coupon that doubled to a dollar, which took the final price down to 19 cents. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. This is totally possible. So I learned wow. the system for shopping what was on sale and you know, couponing for the things we needed. I've always been a healthy eater. I don't buy a ton of, I would say crap. I would, (laughs) how do I say that nicely? I would always, I would prefer to spend a good chunk of our budget on healthy things and then coupon for toilet paper and toothpaste and those kinds of things. I don't remember the last time I actually paid for toothpaste. You can get it free pretty much at a a variety of different stores, offer it for free each week, depending on the sale and the deal and all of that stuff. So I started doing all of that, you know, I think our grocery budget went from 500 to a month. And this was for four of us. And my kids were really young then. They were, I think, three and one, I think-ish. So I think we brought it down to, we were spending $60 a week for a long time. So about 240. So really did cut it in half. So, you know, you see that all the time. Cut your grocery bill in half with this. And it's totally possible. I think it's a combination of strategies, but that's, Anyway, so I was had a family blog at the time, so I knew about blogs, and I didn't really know a lot about blogs, but I knew they existed. And so I um, Googled, you know, cheap meals, and I think at one point it was like that mental ticker, kind of like I always say it was like the ticker that's on the news sites or on ESPN or whatever. I just had this like ticker go across my brain, just the phrase $5 dinners like blew through my brain while I was doing the dishes one night, and I thought, hmm, that's interesting. So I kept breaking down the cost of our dinners with my husband and he was just kind of kept rolling his eyes at me. And (laughs) so I would say, hey, look at all this I got at Kroger for $43 or whatever. And he would just kind of be like, okay, great. That's awesome. (laughs) You know, he didn't really (laughs) care or get it, but we were quickly seeing the benefits. So I started $5 dinners. It was actually five buck dinners at the very beginning and ended up buying actually like literally we had no money, right? Talk about if you want to talk about a success story and an investment here. So we literally had no money, but we, and this, by this time it was, you know, the gas prices were really starting to hurt our budget. And I think we paid $10 from Enom, which was, which is the blog spot, you know, whatever domain secure. I don't even know all the words for these things. So we spent $10 to buy the the (laughs) .com instead of the blog spot. And like, seriously, the best investment ever. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Yeah, it really just took off. I think the concept was resonated with a lot of people because of the, you know, the economy was just tanking. The first time I heard the word recession right before the 2008 election was, is that right? 2008 election? Yeah. That's no, after, right. Yeah. right before the 2000, that's right. Sorry. I'm thinking like when, had the timeline? Yes. So after, cause this was August of 2008 when I started it, I heard the first recession word at September of 2008, and then the election happened, and they were trying to keep the word recession out of the media because nobody wants that when they're going into a presidential election. So anyway, so that I think everybody was starting to feel the pinch. And just, I think I made it seem possible for people. This is how you do it. You know, here's the food that we're eating. And I basically just blogged about what we ate that night. And it was not, it's not fancy. It's not gourmet. It's here's some chicken marinated in this and we grilled it. And then here's some peas and here's some, you know, vegetables or potatoes that I got from the freezer sale at Kroger that week or whatever. Like it was, this is what we're eating and this is how I'm doing this. And so it just really, I think snowballed is probably a good word. From the beginning, I think within the first month I had over a thousand visitors a day on the site. 
and it's grown exponentially since then. So, sweet. Heron, have you ever seen that show Extreme Couponers? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do we have to go there? Do we have to go <laughs> no, there? Or you weren't on that show, were you? <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, I wasn't. And, you know, I actually have several friends who were, and they, they were uh, very much misled. <laughs> uh, the first season, anyways. At the Later on season, people knew exactly what they were getting into. No, not a fan of that show. It actually uh, ruined couponing for a lot of people because a lot of the stores changed their coupon policies mm. because of that show. So, Oh, man. Sad. Yeah. So, Aaron, you hit on something. You have published three cookbooks. I've only published one book and Jared and I have one on the way. So we're both a little jealous. But how did you do that? How'd you make it happen so quickly? I Honestly, I think it was the concept and the timing. And I wish that I was releasing them now. I think they would do a whole lot better given the plot. I actually didn't even have a Facebook page back then when the first one was published. And I think when the second one came out, I maybe had like 3000 Facebook fans or something like that. Not that's always been my biggest social media platform. And, you know, obviously you need a platform to launch a book. But anyways, yeah. So I was approached by a small publisher in Tennessee. Hey, you should turn this into a book. My sister was telling me the same thing at the same time. And I'm like, oh, I don't know how that works. So I emailed a friend of mine who had recently, or I knew she was in the process of publishing a, a book. Her name is Stephanie O'Day. Her website was Crockpot 365, where she did a Crockpot meal every day in 2008. And I knew she had a book out and another one coming. So I knew she would understand the landscape. So I emailed her one morning. I remember I was actually in San Antonio visiting my family. And literally two minutes later, she called me. And I'm like, what? (laughs) So it just was like, all of these little things happen. Like, okay, maybe this is supposed to happen. If she's that excited about the possibility of me having a cookbook and calls me right away to talk about it. And she told me everything she knew. She connected me with her agent who I still work with today. You know, so it's, that's how that came to be. I did not end up working with that smaller publisher. My agent was able to get me connected with the team at St. Martin's Macmillan, which has been amazing. So we signed on for two book deal to start, and then we added a third pretty quick after that. So... Ooh, and Star of the Doubts listeners, you're in for a treat because we are going to be interviewing her in a couple weeks. (laughs) That's true. Oh, you are? Awesome. Yeah, she's a great friend. Tell her I said hi. I talk to her on Twitter usually. (laughs) Yeah, she's we're, we're, she's a New York Times bestselling author. Is that correct? From what mm-hmm. I've seen? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. That's an interesting idea. Cooking a crock pot meal every 365 days off of meals that are $5 each. I think there's a hybrid there, Aaron. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm not as crazy as Stephanie is. Love you, Steph. <laughs> oh, but you guys could co-author a book just like Jared. Oh, man. And then, now, then you'd be a New York Times bestseller. Oh, I know. That would be huge. And that's, I know, I wish I could relaunch them now because I think I would have a better shot at hitting that list. So um, publisher might. I do have an idea for a fourth traditionally published cookbook, which is Feeding Teenage Boys on the Budget. And I'm pretty sure I could get that one on the list at this point. That's pretty sweet. (laughs) I have no doubt that'll work. All right. So Aaron, we talked about books, but there's a lot of breakthroughs that have happened since you started $5 Dinner. So what are some other ones that you'd be willing to share with us? Oh, I think Austin wants to tell us something really fast. Hi, Austin. (laughs) He is my fourth little guy who's home today. So other breakthroughs. Well, I've done a lot of media. That's been fantastic. The media that I've done has kind of, it started off as local TV. I did a local TV spot in Ohio where I lived for a long, long time. And I was on Rachel Ray back in 2009. And again, last year, I've been on The View a couple of times promoting cookbooks. And most recently, finally cracked the code to get onto the Today Show, which is fantastic. 
That is. And really honored to have had that opportunity. You know, they're pretty they're pretty tight in with who they allow on, especially for cooking segments. It's generally Food Network stars, celebrities. So I'm really grateful to have had the opportunity to, you know, share the message and some really great recipes with people. So congratulations. So Aaron, I'm sure, you know, it's been great. It's wonderful, but I'm sure there have been some challenges along the way, right? So tell us about a few of probably the the bigger challenges that you faced building this. I think that my biggest challenge in building all of this is figuring out which project to pursue. Does that make sense? So sure. I always, oh, yeah. You guys, any entrepreneur will understand this. So I always have several ideas like floating over here in this like one little corner of my brain. And I think that that's always been the challenge for me. So how I kind of, I guess, gauge that, and I'm actually getting ready to embark on yet another project with my sister of all people. So I think the way that I decide which project to pursue, I guess, is if I can two things. If I'm still thinking about it actively a week after I hear the idea, then it's worth at least doing some research on, right? Just to see if this is a product or something that we could sell, or is this the way to market it or whatever. The second thing I do is I map out mentally. I don't generally write it on paper because that would be too much of my time. I'm working on current projects, right? So mentally, I map out what the product, how to get the minimum viable product out there. What's the process? What's the timeline that I would need? When could we launch? And how much time is it going to take if I dedicate five hours a week, five hours a week, five hours a week? When could we get there? So I kind of do that mentally. And then that combined with, are there any roadblocks in that launch timeline, I guess, the mental launch timeline? Are there any roadblocks? What are they? If I can get past those roadblocks quickly, then I'll probably pursue it. So the one that I currently have, I'm waiting on a couple people to get back to me to see if they have any connections on my one big question. If I can get an answer, then I'll probably pursue this next project. So I guess that's my biggest challenge and then how I handle it. And I think that that's, it's so easy. I feel like I know a lot of entrepreneurs, online entrepreneurs who have, I don't know, project ADD or something like that. Like you get excited about something and you start working on it and then you're like, oh, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? You know, and really chasing all those leads isn't productive at all. So figuring out, you know, the last year I partnered up with Jim Wang from who used to be with Bargaineering and now Microblogger and now Kasai Media. He's kind of doing a number of things too, but we partnered up to do, to launch the $5 meal plan, which is the meal planning service using the recipes from $5dinners.com. And it's been fantastic. It's been a huge, it's been a great addition, a great compliment to the $5 dinners, I guess, business. And that has been fantastic. It's an amazing community that we've built in really short time. And yeah, that's one of the ideas. Oh, yep. Let me think about that. Nope. That's a great idea. It didn't take me long to agree to do that project because I knew it was a great compliment. And the same thing with this future one coming up, it's going to be a great compliment. So yeah, I guess those are my greatest challenges. I don't usually struggle with acting on things or, you know, knowing and understanding the process for getting things out there, getting products out there and launched and all of that. So Aaron, you mentioned if you had the opportunity to to re-release certain products or books and that you think you could do things differently now. So that's a great segue into this question. What advice would you give yourself if you went back to day one? Oh my goodness, Jared, that's really deep. (laughs) Let's go deep. (laughs) Let's go deep. You know what? So probably my advice to myself would be, don't be afraid to let people in, which I'm really not. I'm pretty open on the website, but there I go through phases where I'm just like, just talk about the meal, just talk about the meal, blog about the meal Mm. and that's it. 
And then I go through phases where I'm like, okay, here's what's happening in our life. And it's all of this, all of this. And I kind of go up and down. But I think that, you know, with any business, any product, people want to connect with you. I kind of, I go through phases, like I said, where I'm like, nope, they're just here for the $5 dinners. And then I go through phase, nope, they're here to connect with me because I'm a mom in the trenches too, trying to do all of these things that everybody's trying to do. Let me help you and encourage you and teach you along the way. So I've been through those phases. And I think if I were to go back, I would say, try to just stick with the letting people in all the time, which is really hard to do. And I think that's why I go through phases. It's almost like, okay, we, I need a break from all of this. Sure. And so it's step back, just blog about the recipes. I'm currently in a, our life phase, blog about our life phase. So I think, and that's what people want. They want to connect with me and with what's happening in my world. And which I think is hard too, because I'm not really a, you know, sort of attention seeking slash narcissist slash whatever personality. I'm more like humble down to earth. People meet me and it's like, I'm just me, you know? So I think that that plays into it a little bit too. And trying to figure out that balance, it's a really hard line to walk. So I think if I were to go back, I would say, keep yourself out there, keep yourself out there, keep yourself out there, instead of bouncing back and forth, I guess, between the two, you know, all about us versus all about just the food. up something interesting. I mean, in this online business type of space in this world, it's real easy to run into people who just have, you know, over the top egos and arrogance and greed. And, and uh, I love to hear how you're saying, Hey, I want to balance, you know, me sharing, but not be overly self-promotional or, you know, in your face. And I, it's refreshing to hear someone like you who's seeking that balance because I see a lot of people do it wrong. (laughs) So thank you for that. Sure. Yeah, I see it too. And it makes me sad and glad that I'm still on this path of trying to figure out, you know, when I go to sell something, it's not about me. Like when we're in selling meal plans in this meal plan, I have two new meal plans options. There's the one-off purchases and then there's the subscription, right? So selling, this is all new to me within the last eight months, I guess. So I didn't really sell anything before. The, the cookbooks, yes, but that seemed different to me than these meal plans, the digital versions. And so, yeah, it's a very tricky line to walk because I'm just here to give you something that's going to help you, right? This is not about me. Yeah, sure, I developed the plan, but this is about you. And this is about making your life easier. And the stories and the comments that I get back from folks is, they're amazing. I mean, they're inspiring to me and that's what keeps me going. So it's about me and that it's me out there and me in the videos and me doing this, but it's about helping them and giving them a tool that's going to make their life better and easier. And that's a good lesson for all you content creators that are listening to this. When you make it about your, the person you're serving and you add value, you do get those people that come back and say, this is wonderful. This is great. And they do tell other people. And then at that point, you don't have to be the quote unquote guru or expert or whatever. You know, people are your marketers for you. You don't have to try to shove it down somebody's throat, which we do see too much of. (laughs) So I'll get off my soapbox. Aaron, (laughs) you tell us about your life a little bit. Tell us about your current list of projects. My current list of projects. So I am my latest upcoming project is the release of the seventh meal plan in the Costco 20 meals for $150 series. I started this post or this series in September of 2013 and had absolutely no idea that they would be so well received. I just put it up as a blog post, actually at free printables at that time. 
And due to two rounds of millions and millions of page view, page view viral traffic experiences, I couldn't afford the hosting cost <laughs> to give all these people for free. So I switched the printables from free to paid, $2. It was very inexpensive. I had a horrible setup with eJunkie for whoever uses eJunkie or started it. I'm sorry, it's terrible. <laughs> but it allowed me to, and people were purchasing them, but it allowed me to cover the $1,500 in extra hosting costs I was going to have from that viral weekend. Anyway, so, but it goes back to, again, value. These plans are worth something. They're more than free. I think that's a hard thing. I, I think a lot of online content creators create things for free, which is good if you're using it to, you know, get people to subscribe or whatnot to your email newsletter, which I think those are, there's a place for that. But these were adding a, a lot more value than I think, you know, I originally realized would be. So then we released another plan a couple months later, and then we've now on to plan number seven, and they have just spiraled out of control in a great way. <laughs> and so my team and I have a videographer now who I work with and my assistant and my designer. And yeah, I switched to a new store, an e-commerce platform that has been wonderful. I really wanted to have a more sort of Amazon-like experience for people when they wanted to purchase the plans and see what the different plans offered and all of that. So yeah, that's been a fantastic project. Another one is the $5 meal plan. Uh, again, that's our weekly meal plan service that we send out a list of 10 recipes every week. So six dinner recipes, a breakfast, a lunch, a snack, a dessert, just to kind of bring some variety. And you know what that has been, and I, I kind of mentioned this earlier, that has been a phenomenal way for me to build community as a food blogger. And even this morning, somebody was commenting about how, what did she say? She said, we have a Facebook group and that's got thousands of people in it. And it, she said something like, I made the creamy linguine and I, my kids were over the moon about it. Dare I tell them what was in it? Because it has goat cheese in the sauce. <laughs> and so I said, you know, I said, LOL, if you do tell them, be sure to video. I want to see their reaction. <laughs> uh -oh. You know, so just really fun, you know, clever. We'll get people say, how do I cook this? There's like, it's like an instant cooking support group too. And everybody will chime in. Everybody, oh, we made this or we didn't, you know, we get the negative feedback too, which is fine. You know, I can't cook all your meals for you. I'm sorry that didn't work for you, but you know, I got a really thick skin. So that's another project. And then I'm not going to tell you about the next project because I don't know if it's going to actually take off. We, I, we've got to do some research and, and check trademarks and all that stuff. So but working, my sister's a physician, so we have some ideas on how to do some healthy meal plans that are stamp of approval from a physician and nutritionist and all that stuff too. So we'll see if that takes off. It's, yeah, I can see real potential in it, like I said, with how we're, and our outreach would be different. It would be completely offline. So it would not be an online, an online business. So anyways, those, and obviously $5 dinners, and we still put recipes there all the time. So and then Digital Co-op is coming up in September. So I'll be working behind the scenes for the next couple months with our team to get that all set up and ready. I think those are all my projects, maybe. I love it. <laughs> I might be missing one if I am. Whoops. <laughs> so Aaron, as we start to wrap up here, who is doing something that interests you? Who is doing something that interests me? My, I don't know. I'm, I don't, I got to do my own thing. Is that bad? I mean, I got to. That's a good question. You put me on the spot and I don't know the answer off the top of my head. Well, I, I don't think it has to be in your space. I think it can be just in anything in general, something that is interesting to you right now. And if there is no answer, then that's okay. What about uh, your two-year-old, Aaron? <laughs> oh, yes. He's, um, 
Actually, he's been very good here, hasn't he? <laughs> That's Austin, right? Yeah, Austin is, or Quattro. His, his online persona is Quattro. <laughs> <laughs> I call well, him Quattro online and everybody thinks that's his real name. And I've actually gotten flack from people that think that that's his real name. And that's a terrible name. Legit flack. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding? You clearly don't know me. I'm a little more sarcastic than you uh, realize. Yeah. Anyways, who's doing something interesting? I think it would be interesting to do a TV show, but that's a whole nother. I mean, I'd have to stop a lot of projects in order for that to happen. So and there's a couple of people who I know that are doing that. But yeah, that seems like a different level. Like going back to the whole like, I was asked to be on a reality show for bloggers. I'm like, mm, I don't really want cameras following us all around the all over the place for a reality show, but a cooking show would be interesting. But that's a whole nother I, ball game. I could, yeah, I could see you doing that down the road, maybe sooner than later. I, I think that's likely, actually. Yeah, I would love it if that's part of this journey for me. Then I will gladly walk it. If it's not, then I will carry on with all the <laughs> bazillion other projects I have going on. So <laughs> nice. Aaron, what is the best place for the listeners to connect with you online? Definitely the website. So I have $5dinners.com. Facebook, I'm pretty active on our Facebook page, our public face, or the big Facebook page, and $5mealplan.com. Also, there's a way to find us in that. We have a different Facebook page or group for that. And Digital Collab, we have some Facebook groups for that as well. I'm pretty much, I feel like I'm, I'm all over the place. <laughs> you can email me. I probably at current... I could look. Actually, I should look. My uh, website contact form comes straight to me. And I currently have, let's see, eight emails in my inbox. Eight. So I will most likely respond to you if you email me. That's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> not everyone can say they have only eight emails in their inbox. Yes. So I think and two of them I managing can, that two of them I well. can quickly spout off. And then <laughs> another one I might not even answer. So, yeah. yeah fair enough. All right, Aaron, do you have any final thoughts for the listeners? Well, thank you for having me, first of all. And I think final thoughts is if you have something coming down the pipe, you know, do your research, do your due diligence, and then just go for it. You know, you can't know until you try, right? And I've tried some different, you know, themes or, you know, within $5 dinners in the past that didn't work. Flops, moving on, right? Mm. So I would say just do it. If you think you've got the passion and you've got the drive, make it happen. I love it. Aaron, it's just a huge honor to have you on and um, just so excited to see the cool things that you're up to and certainly wish you and your family and your business uh, the best in 2015. And uh, yeah, and you're welcome back anytime and we hope to see you in Charlotte. Yeah, I'd love it. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Come on, Z, any final thoughts? Aaron rocked it. be afraid to let people in, which I'm really not. I'm pretty open on the website, but there I go through phases where I'm just like, just talk about the meal, just talk about the meal, blog about the meal Mm. and that's it. And then I go through phases where I'm like, okay, here's what's happening in our life. And it's all of this, all of this. And I kind of go up and down, but I think that, you know, with any business, any product, people want to connect with you. I kind of, I go through phases, like I said, where I'm like, nope, they're just here for the $5 dinners. And then I go through phase, nope, they're here to connect with me because I'm a mom in the trenches too, trying to do all of these things that everybody's trying to do. Let me help you and encourage you and teach you along the way. 